Welcome to the DAP Project. This is Rhonda. And I'm Aaron. We are releasing this interview with David and Darnell, who are besties since they were in short pants the weekend after my birthday. My birthday is July 9. Shout out to all the July babies. Because this first interview was truly a gift to me. It was recorded back in March of 2020, so when the world was very different. And my brother and cousin were extremely generous and patient with us as we got ourselves together. Dave and Darnell, and Darnell's family name is Cuzzo, so you might hear that in the course of our conversation, explain things about that that we would carry into our future interviews. I think I quote Cuzzo so often in future interviews because what they said was just so, uh, so foundational to our understanding. Um, they said that DAP is love, that DAP is sometimes the only genuine greeting that a guy may get in a day, that giving DAP in a gentrifying city, our city of DC, is like saying, I see you, when it may feel like the rest of the world is actually ignoring you. As family, I've loved these two long time, and this conversation just deepened our connection as family. So I'm really excited to, to bring it to this space and to share it with the growing DAP community. Aaron, what really resonated with you sitting at the dining room table with uh, two siblings and a cousin? This interview, and I mean, Rhonda, I've enjoyed all eight of the interviews we've done so far, but this interview is uh, by far my favorite simply for one reason. When we said we were going to do the DAP project, you know, basically sit down and have conversations with people about how black men greet each other and what that means. I was like, oh, we'll sit down for 15, 20 minutes and they'll tell us, they do a handshake and they'll say, oh, it means this, that, or the other. But we sat down for over an hour, probably an hour and a half, you know, before we cut, cut a few segments out of this interview. And we could have talked even more. So I just, what I gained from this interview was we actually are dissecting or getting into a piece of the culture that hasn't really been fully explored. You know, we'll, we'll see over the months and next few months, you know, what we have discovered about depth, but there's just so much to it. And every person that we sit down with, we get more and more unique takes on what DAP is. And that is so cool to me. And I'm looking forward to hearing more conversations. But Darnell and David, great start. I appreciate you all. Let's get into it. We are very interested in this thing called DAP, or what Darnell called the love. And uh, Aaron and I have had some conversations, a lot of conversations over the past couple of months about it, and he's as interested in it as I am. We had like a whole 45-minute breakdown initially a couple months ago. And then just last Sunday, Dave and I were just talking um, in the kitchen over brunch, and he just had all this insight. 
and mm-hmm. to continue that conversation. And we brought in you, Tessa. Okay. <laughs> like you should got you guys have a lot to talk about. So Aaron has some questions. These are your questions, right? I came up with some a lot of random questions. Um but I first want to start off just putting on record. How long have you this, the answer to this question maybe how old you are, but just how long have you lived in Washington DC? Yeah, my, oh, all my life. Mm-hmm. All my life, and that. Yeah. Thirty-five. I'm thirty-five. Right, cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> thirty-five years. Born yeah. and raised. Born and raised in DC. Mm-hmm. All right. So I've I lived in DC since 1999. Took a, so 20, 21 years, but I took about here and there around 2004 and 2007. I took a year or two away. So I'd, I'd say I'm an 18 year transplant Washingtonian. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, appreciate by, that you said transplant. Absolutely. I by no means claim to be a, a true Washingtonian because when I meet real Washingtonians, I, I know that it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. The, the, the love and appreciation for the culture and what D.C. really is is different from my perspective versus someone who's actually lived here all their life. So I always respect that. But when Rhonda came to me uh, and said, Yo, Aaron, I want to do a project on depth. That amongst amongst black men is something that is like that's our thing. When you just said it, it's like you know, I gave him some love. That's what that is in my mind. The way, the way I immediately translate it is like it's not it's not just a handshake. A handshake is what you give random Joe Schmo, but that is like a way to communicate something a little bit deeper. And we're trying to trying to uncover, peel back the onion, and figure out what that is a little bit deeper that we are communicating as men. Um, I also have shared that men don't communicate like women do, talking. We don't have long, drawn-out conversations generally. You will with your family members. You will with those that one cousin or whatnot that you're really close to. And, like, we just met, but it was, it was because we are black men, and I think also because we're in D.C., also because I'm in your family home, it was, it was something about our interaction that required us to give depth to one another versus hey what's up man or handshake or hi how you doing or something formal right simply because of the melanin in my skin maybe the locks i have on my head maybe the fact that i had a a, a glass of scotch of me a whiskey sitting in front of me mm-hmm. all those factors came into play as the saying why it's okay to get his dude depth and darnell actually spoke to that when we were talking about it Earlier, he said, "I saw the hitty on the table." <laughs> 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 and that was, no, I saw, that was yeah, this one like you, when you from first glance, you know, of course, you, you know, you gonna think it was Henny, but yeah, so, it's all. You know. So Darnell, thirty-five years, thirty-five also. Mm-hmm. Um, have you lived in any other cities? Um, I, yeah, I lived in Rock. I lived in uh, North Carolina. In um, Winston Salem, I live in Columbia right now. I live. I was down there for four years. Okay. I lived in. I lived in Columbia for three. I lived in Chevrolet, Maryland, for right, you know, yeah. two. When yeah, two years of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. college okay. down in Winston, in North Carolina. Okay, what school? Winston Salem State. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. You've been here the whole time, right, Donald? Uh yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I've been out of places. I lived out for for for, for short periods of time. <laughs> I don't know if you call that like 
experience in the city. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it was definitely a experience among men. You know, you're know, you looking for that, man. You know, the brotherly love. It was just not that brotherly love, man. I'm so dead right now. Well, yeah. All intents and purposes. Yeah, right. It's something special about that because we. I know exactly what you're saying. Right. right. We have a way of communicating with each other that's so unique. That's right. And you know, we're not talking about the gap here. We're talking about the communication amongst black folks. And and we, we want to get into the, how the DAP is a big part of that. Um, and what's interesting to me about it as a black woman being on the outside is that I don't understand everything that is being communicated in the moment. And one... I am um, prohibited almost from receiving it or giving it. And even every woman knows this, every black woman knows this, that if a dude dashes you up, it's like, wait, what is that? Or finally, but it's a moment, it's like a reckoning. So, right. well, maybe you think differently, but would you ever dab Keisha? Or, no, I wouldn't dab a woman, I wouldn't dab a woman, period. Why not? I mean, I give her a hug, or you I know, because it's a manly thing, you know. It's not, um, because I gotta slap your hand, you know, and then sometimes that hurt, you know. It's like, <laughs> like I mean, I mean, I'm thinking from a woman's point of view, like if I'm slapping your hand like that, you know, I'm putting some strength behind it, you know. And some some men like, you know, got a, got a un, a unconscious way of like they might squeeze your hand, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think a woman would. Sweaty palm. Yeah, sweaty palm. <laughs> It's a lot that goes with that interaction that we can easily just brush off as like you know I just gave him a five you know it like, is hit me to hurt me or harm me like I gotta accidentally give you a five you wow yeah. you know so it's like I wouldn't if I it is do it. if it is it's probably playing around like a one but females is joking right yeah it's not in like a greeting sort of manner yeah so it's really about maybe if it was like we had a, I mean like we got a kid together but we had a, a basketball game or something we got a secret family handshake or something yeah, I wouldn't sit there and go what's up baby. No. <laughs> so that's the curiosity that I'm approaching this conversation with is what is all this about? How do you know when and the different layers and levels and uh, the unspoken things, the, the prompting to say yes or no and the different types of that that you give and when did you learn how to do this? And then I guess the real point of departure is that it is an expression of love, like yeah. just like you said, it's love. But when you look at representations of black men, generally in the mainstream, it's not about love. Love is considered the exception. And in the recent death of Kobe Bryant, a lot of conversation was about this is the first time, or one of the more recent times, that black men have openly wept, openly showed emotion, talked extensively about their feelings. So that that would mean to me that the dominant narrative is black men are not talking about feelings, they're not talking about their emotions, their soft spots. But truth be told, you talk about it for like five seconds, multiple times a day when you see each other. Mm-hmm. When you say, oh, there's my boy, there's my homie, I'm so glad to see him. But you don't say that and you don't cackle like women and you're not smiling and you're not, you know, doing all these things in the way that women do. It's a different kind of communication. So when I ask questions about it, I'm asking questions from that perspective. Then also a native Washingtonian have been seeing y'all do this in some shape or fashion my whole life. Uh, so your school, was it HBCU? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel that 
plays a role in in how you communicate with what am I getting at here? Have you only attended HBCU? Have you ever attended a uh, predominantly white school? Or, uh, in my life? Yeah. Yeah. I was at a, but I was too young to associate with that. Okay. But yeah, I definitely was, yeah. Okay. What do you feel having attended HBCU and the sense of community you get at an HBCU in any way could have made that more meaningful for you or less meaningful for you or the way you first got on that campus was the same way you left that campus? I mean, if you're if I'm looking at it through the lens of that the interaction of greeting somebody through the handshake, it didn't change. It was a lot more mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, occurrences, and it you know people take things to the next level when there's uh, when you're settling folks in a big community like that, right? So all of us are there walking around every single day. We're see we move past each other all the time. So certain people. It's a, you know, not just a greeting. It becomes, you know, a show for some folks. You know what I mean? All the, the you know, elaborate handshakes and all that stuff. So there was a lot of that, especially because of the, the uh, what are the alpha cap, what are they, the sorority fraternities and all that going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had handshakes and different things they'd be doing, different this is Matt's, you know what I'm saying, all that stuff. So, you know, other than that, but it didn't change. It probably didn't change me in any way. Mm-hmm. Do you think, think about the people you met at the HBCU that did not come from a city like D.C., which mm-hmm. was, at that time, Chocolate, Chocolate yeah. City, mm-hmm. that may have come from, I don't know, mm-hmm. Texas or... Uh, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> mm-hmm. A very small town in Texas. That, that was not predominantly black. Do you feel it, could you tell a difference at all, or or was it always the same love that, uh... You, you said that was was not from a place that was predominantly black? Yeah, like, if you could think of, like, yeah. friends, friends, or friends. Yeah, I, I could think of people, but, you know, it was certainly, it was, if anything, it was more, not aggressive, but more of a, uh, um, like, uh... From their point of, from their perspective and, and the way they approach, like giving you that, they're more charged. They're more amped up a little bit. Like, right. They're happy to be amongst. More happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> more, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're taking it in a little bit deeper, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's more of an, it's more of a, you know, it's more, it's a little bit more there. Exactly. <laughs> right. a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Right. It's less of a common place. And it, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I can understand that. Coming from a predominantly white school, I can... Yeah, I can think of specific... Sorry, I can think of specific people, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, who are those people? Just a couple guys who are from places like Franklinton, North Carolina, which is definitely a white town, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But they're black dudes, and their handshakes was definitely elaborate, and they got on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Why did they get on your nerves? Because it's a lot. You know, there's a lot to do, like, to greet somebody, you know what I mean? Sometimes, you know what I mean? If you, Especially if you live in a dorm with them. I see you six times a day. <laughs> but for him, like, you know, for them, like, you know, it's it's different, you know. It's Did a different it feel like sometimes. he was especially happy to be able? Not to just him, but pe- but in a lot of people in general, you know what I mean? From I from those from. from from the south. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So when you're amongst <clears throat> your black peers, and let's say you see them. And you're, are there ever any spaces that you're in where you're like, I can't dap right now? 
for me. Yeah, I might crawl now in my mind now, like in my thirty-five-year-old self. There certainly times I think about like I, I might think about it, but it you know if somebody's reaching it for to you know give me a five, like and I know. And I, I see it's coming. Like, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> I don't care where I'm at. You know what I mean? Especially because if I'm not, if it's, if 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 you're talking about like a corporate place or something, it's not I mean, going to be I think mind. that would have to do with the person you see, too. Right. You know, Certainly. because if, I know, that, I know that's my cousin, but I'm I'm going to slap his hand every time I see him. But if we, if I walk in, if I run into him at the court building mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give him a five. What's up, cuz? You know, I ain't gonna downplay it because where we at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't really care because that's my, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna show him the love that I think, you know what I'm saying? He deserves it. Right. I, I'm happy to see him. You know what I'm saying? But what if Wherever he wasn't we at. Cousin? But what if he wasn't a cousin? What if he was an acquaintance? And I, I, I'm still showing the same love. Yeah. No and matter we, where we was at. Like if we would have met in unfamiliar territory. Yeah. I don't know where we Yeah, yeah, we would have been at, at, at Glenn's down the street and you yeah. been, and, and you said this is my friend Aaron, I'd have given the same five mm-hmm. I gave him if I'd have walked in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, so. mm-hmm. Do you think other people think like that or have you been in a situation where you went in to give the death and somebody was like, No, they Oh yeah, you could you could it, it's yeah, I mean it's it's life. You will definitely feel some type of awkwardness from somebody, you know what yeah. I'm saying, along when the way. When did that happen, or when has that happened, or have you do you remember I can't I can't really recall the situation where it happened but Everybody, I mean, it's, it's all about the flow. You know what I'm saying? Like when you reach, if I reach in to give you a five, like I say, some people do different stuff mm-hmm. when they inter- interlock with your hands. You know what I'm saying? Some person might hold it longer. You know, mm-hmm. one person might go in with the shoulder. One person just <laughs> might stay here. You know, so it's it's all, yeah. you know, the flow. Yeah, and you can peep where it's going. You know what I'm saying? In the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? If you think of it like when two lions are meeting <laughs> each other on the safari, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Before they even see each other, they smell each other. You know what I'm saying? So they that's they know what's happening. And if it's if they're if they I come mean, close enough to greet, it's already it's like a, a thing. It's a natural thing. It's like for a boxing match, they slap hands. You know, I, I bet they will get fatter than big ass gloves one on. But, but they, you know, what I'm saying it's a it's a, it's a form it's a form of love. Like mm-hmm. we about to fight, but what's up? You know, I, I respect you. You respect me. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about when it's. When the situation is not love, when you see someone that you're not that cool with. If you're close enough to doubt that person, it's probably, you know, if I'm not cool with them, if like, so different levels. Like if, if we're not friends because of some, because of something like there was. You could definitely give a half handshake if that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's somebody who I would give a handshake to. I wouldn't even go into embrace like I would respect the fact that I gotta shake your hand, but mm-hmm. it's some people that I don't really like, but I gotta speak to that's from around my neighborhood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. Right, you know what I'm saying like I got I hate them or I, yeah. I'm telling like, oh we feel like we gotta watch out back. So when I see him, I say man what's up, yeah. but I ain't hey what's up. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, what's up? And I slap the hand and keep it moving. You know what I'm so saying? Like, because the opposite would be, yeah. because the opposite would be the for there to be some tension. Exactly. You know, what I'm saying? yeah. So if I just straight ignore them, you know, so I guess the levels to it to that. Yeah, <laughs> you know there are, and that's what I'm wondering is that the levels to it. See, the thing what that's what got us talking. Like, I didn't. It's something you don't even think about, right? right. Yeah. Until someone asks you about it, until yeah. you start thinking about it. Well, like, yeah, there is. Like, yeah, you're right about that. Because yeah. I had never really thought about it before. Because, it, it, you know, all those things that we're talking about, 
awkwardness, people doing different things. Certain, it happens so much in our lives mm-hmm. that it becomes like a na- it's just a natural thing, you know. Mm-hmm. What I mean? Yeah, it is natural. And so, again, from my perspective, I'm like, wait a second, but what if you don't really, like, what if you're not really checking for that person? What kind of dad do you give? Yeah, or, certainly. So there's going to be an answer for all the questions, you know what I mean? Because it's it's a real thing. Okay, great. So what other questions do you have for us, Aaron? We went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. We were on the prairie <laughs> with the, the lions smelling each other. Safari. Safari. My bad. Prairie. 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 Yeah. Prairie. Yeah. Okay, fine. Prairie. Prairie. So if you if you could think of like what grade were you in where you where you first started incorporating depth? Oh, that's you, a good one with you guys. Did like, you have secret handshakes when you were younger? Did you do? For me, I would have to say like the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt the right first there. grade when I can remember when it became like a thing because we had like. It was a whole bump, bump with the elbows and like the whole thing. Like it was a whole thing in the sixth grade when I at Hardy Middle School for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, around the same time. No. Fifth, but sixth you grade. Middle I, I went to Bacchus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brady Bacchus. Brady Bacchus. Yeah. Sixth grade. What? But that was seventh grade. So media, media has a big influence, whether it be music, TV, magazine. What do you, do you think media influenced you deciding you what? Nah. Were that, what do you See, think? If I can remember around that time, it, it was it was straight what I saw. It wasn't media, mm-hmm. it wasn't TV, it was it was just outside looking mm-hmm. around when I you know, on back and forth to school, you know what I'm saying? Like, seeing what goes on around the world, the environment, you know, is what, you know what I'm saying? You see the older dudes walk up and, you know what I'm saying, get a five with each other, older cousins, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, older cousins and stuff like that. So, you know, media, nah, we didn't know how they looked at TV back then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like seven channels. Yeah, so, it was all, it was the influence of, like, the older people around us in the environment. Like you say, older cousins, brothers. Oh, yeah, Steve, Carol. You know, like standing Daniel, in the break, Rashawn. Rashawn. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Rashawn. I bet Rashawn gave shit. You know, he was one of the ones who made you give him a thought. Like, give me a five. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, yeah. you know, he showed you what to do. Like, this yeah, is exactly what you do. Pump him to stand up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was, wasn't him, it was, a, you know, somebody else older you knew outside. Like, we knew Ed and them across the street, yeah. you know. So we wanted to let them know that we knew how to shake a hand when, when you walked up, you yeah. know. Like, what's up? Playing basketball you know? with Herschella and all of them, and mm. you know what I'm saying? Man, I haven't heard those things in a long mm. time. All so it starts with the five. Definitely starts with the five. Mm. You know, when you're little, you have five, and you just smack a hand, you know, mm. you, and you're already embracing Mm-hmm. You know, a pride these kids now to tell y'all because it, it, it's crazy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, for them to mimic us. But, you know, if I seen adults do that, then I probably wouldn't do it because I, I wouldn't think it was okay back yeah. then. You know, like, I, I got to okay a lot of stuff, with, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> with our parents back in the day. Like, can I, can I do that? You know what I mean? So we talk about young people. So let's bring Mac into the conversation and talk about the Catholic. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, what are you teaching Mac about DAP? Are you teaching it explicitly or is it something that he's learning by? It's, I haven't really even gotten into it because he, this, he goes around family and they automatically will say, what's up? And try to and reach out for yeah. some sort of embrace by hand. Mm-hmm. So he, he'll do whatever people do for him. Like, he knows, like, let's take it down a level. Brooklyn. 
Brooklyn is high five all day right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you walk out 18 months and he gives everybody five when they come mm-hmm. out. He, yeah. Yeah. Gives you because yeah. that's what I teach him is give me five. Give me I'm all that give me five. Give me five, man. Just give me five. You know, that's not doing so and then all of my friends, you know, it's the same when they say give me something. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So he, you know what I'm saying? So he he's he naturally picks it up. So when he's, when somebody walks in he just goes, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, not, it's not a conscious effort to like build something the way we try to like build it. Math skills is just something that naturally happens, yeah. like talking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I had this one moment when um, Mac and I were at a um, at a store in Anacostia, and the guy reached out to him to give him a pound, and then Mac just instantly went into it. And I don't know mm-hmm. that he gives people pounds regularly. I think Mac Moore is a high five kind of guy Same at this thing. age, but he was meeting somebody. And it was somebody that I knew, so it seemed like he was like, oh, "Okay, this is what we're doing." Mm-hmm. Gave him a pound, you know. We gave him a uh, yeah, gave him a pound and just kept it moving there. And it just made me wonder. I wonder how McKinley is learning this because I didn't teach him. I didn't tell him to give him a pound, mm-hmm. and he was just meeting this guy for the first time. Mm-hmm. But he could just sense, like you were saying. But the, the, but the, the pound is, is is a slippery slope too. Oh, is it? Yeah, because that oh, can mean that I don't want to shake your hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or right, right. or it can mean I'm just you know some people just like to give pounds, but more than that, and nine times out of ten, I don't want to shake your hand. Right, right. Really? Yeah. Interesting. You know that's why you teach your younger kids and give a lot of people pounds because you know they don't really need to be shaking everybody's yeah. hand. Yeah. Right. You I know, mean, so so it's really so small. He's only six years old. Exactly. So his hand would get like. Swallowed up in somebody else's <laughs> hand, and a pound is really simple. You yeah. know, with the and I'm gonna tell you something. That, I mean, this might sound a little fucked up, but if I walk past a homeless person, I might want to show him love, but I don't want to shake his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I will, right. I will give right. him a, a, a pound, though. You yeah. know, I will, I will give him some of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's just the way it is. You know, that's yeah. like I gotta say, it's a slippery slope. Sometimes I could be yeah. not really wanting to give you a five and give you a pound. Or, it's just the it's just all the only option I got at the moment. You know so what I'm saying? Pound is just passive aggressive down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, I mean, now, if you're going all the way in like the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously, y'all friends yeah. over there. Yeah. But if I'm yeah. just passing you by and just extending, you know, like what's up, man? Yeah. I do it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Through my day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People would stick their hand out to me, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know you. You know, right. I don't mean to be rude, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of shit. You got coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah, for real. You know Look, what I'm saying? I to make it a little more superficial. He got a homie who got sweaty palms all the time. Oh, yeah, all, all, the, time. The, time. all the time. I yeah. wish, I wish he wouldn't. Everybody knows about my I man. I wish right he wouldn't like, try like, to dap me up. You go, you <laughs> every time. Every single time. Like, that's exactly what you're doing. It's no matter it's, time it's no, of day. It's not a game. It's the sweatiest shit. Yeah, like, it's not a game. Are you nervous? Yeah. Like, this, since we was kids. Since, yeah, like, since we was young. He might have an overactive So, so really, so he probably does have an overactive thyroid. I think that's exactly what that is. I think it's a thyroid. You know, some type of way about that and wonder, you know, everybody else gets dapped in the world. Why don't I get dapped up? I don't know if anyone's yeah. told him, but either way. Yeah, we all, he's like, I don't know, man. He don't care. He don't even know, but to everybody else, he's like, man, that mother, that nigga in sweaty pants. <laughs> I hate it. You know what I'm saying? You really might go, no, not doing it today. <laughs> <laughs> I just put lotion on my hands, brother. And he'd be like, hey, go ahead, I know my hands, but you know. It's funny to think about how kids learn that. I'm talking about boys, but just two hours ago, before I came over here, mm-hmm. 
my girls were like, what you, where you going, Daddy? Why you leaving here at 8 o'clock at night? Where you going? I'm like, I'm going. I'm working on this debt project with uh, Auntie Rhonda. And it's like, oh, uh, show me how to do it. And they're with me all the time, mm-hmm. you know, in, you know, in their life. So they've seen me give that many, many times. And I always say, what's up, brother, to people. And they always ask me, why are you calling them brother? It's like, you know, I explain all that to right. <laughs> but Who's going to ask all these questions? Harper? But I'm going to back up and say, Rhonda mentioned, like, we gave each other that. We did. A couple, well, last week, a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. That one fateful time. And it was so inauthentic, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I giving, you know, because it's always the hug or the whatever mm-hmm. and with the girls, like, mm-hmm. we, just, like when we, what we just talked about. And I was like, damn, that didn't feel right at all. Mm-hmm. And I let her know that. I'm we like, had a whole like, conversation I was, I was about like, this. This will never happen again. This is one of those talks, like, listen, this is what happened. I ain't like it. <laughs> Not happen again. Right. End of discussion. <laughs> I mean, I've never that wrong in my life. And she's yeah. known me longer than I've known myself. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you know. But she's... The big bug here, though, is, like, when I left my girls two hours ago, I gave Harper Dap yeah. and Marley Dap, and that shit felt authentic. Yeah. Really? Because, though, like, what we're talking about, giving yeah. some love. Those are my girls, right? So, when they did that. And they've seen me do it many, many times, right? So they know what they know what to do. They act like they don't, but they knew they yeah. hit it just like we did. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. They, they caught in stride. Yeah. Is, is that how you're then going to greet your daughters? Like I won't, uh, I won't. But I'm just saying, it's interesting yeah, to, for those to be my seeds. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, yeah. gave them some love. Those are my girls. Mm-hmm. But it felt. Just like when we did. Yeah. I think that's the point, what you just mm-hmm. said, your seeds, like your yeah. progeny, the children that you created yeah. partially. Yeah. And you feel like this attachment right. to them. And right. so it does feel. It, it, it literally blew my <laughs> mind. I was like, oh, all right, girl, give, give me some that. But when they gave it, I was like, so six year old. My daughter, right? It's for real, so yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's for real. So it's something you know you can aspire to with Brooklyn. Oh, I ain't got to worry. Brooklyn, she gonna get it. She get it now. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn's a little general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brookzilla. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, Sniper, you want to tell us about Sniper? Sniper. Oh, yeah. Sniper has an interesting handshake. Sniper. So you see me in five. You know, be the, what we do. So Sniper does like when he's greeting somebody. Yeah, like, he does that little. He does like yeah, this, the hook. Yeah, yeah. You want to get a picture of that? Sweet. Did you get it? Nope. Okay. So Sniper is a homie of mine. Okay. He uh, raps actually. You probably find him someplace on something. Mm-hmm. iTunes. Check him out, please. Sorry. So Mitchell, like nah, that's my man. I'm a Mitchell on record. That's my homie. And, 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 and he gets down. He gets busy. He can, he can really freestyle and he gets big. That's my homie. But no, um, he's uh, that's what he has. That's how he greets people now. That's a as a as of like probably two, three, four, maybe four or five years now that mm-hmm. I've. Uh, Queen, yeah. I mean, but that's changed. That's evolved over a long time. <laughs> now, BC is changing. I mean, I, I told you I've been here 20, 21 years, and 
definitely in the last five years, even ten years, DC, you know, gentrification, whatever you want to, we want to call it. That's what we will call it, gentrification. Sure. Yeah. Uh, white people moving everywhere. Right. White people moving everywhere, the poodles and the and running around with the well, that <laughs> dog, <laughs> everything. Uh, and that dog. Uh, uh, no, uh, oh, Labrador. Labrador. Yeah. Labrador. Um, they came up and they go, how can we do So if you think about the... The opportunities are, are the second thing, right? The the places that you find yourself giving that ten years ago versus now has that changed? Or even even if because I, all I think about when I think about gentrification, I've, I've kind of been documenting this is Florida and Georgia Avenue, uh, where the where the uh, go go spot is, and then just down from that is a big uh, condo complex mm-hmm. they put up mm-hmm. going for seven hundred to a million dollars mm-hmm. uh, per. Unit. Per, per unit, right? <laughs> right at Georgia and Seven, where the Popeyes used to be when I first moved there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Popeyes. Right the Popeyes, right. Yeah, the Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Right. But it must be noted that Half Smoke yeah. is owned by a DC native. Yes, and he went to my house. To yeah. right to um, he went to my classroom, FYI. I like to point that out. Okay. Yeah, okay. I taught him for a brief moment in time. But if you think on that, like, does, does gentrification have any role in like how more meaningful DAP is or how less how there's you find yourself give, giving DAP less or anything does just is there anything to that to gentrification as it relates to DAP are you well, giving DAP for the people I don't oh, live in no, DC yeah, yeah. anymore I mean, yeah, you, I mean the, the love around the city since the gentrification thing came about has definitely increased I definitely got more strangers like Trying to give me love. That's what I was about to say. Before, period. That's what I was about to say. Period. Right. 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 Like, 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 we out here. Yeah, really. When they was just doing that gentrification thing and I went down there with Mo, they had something they called the Mochella. You know, they yeah. had the go go bands out there. Yeah. And, you know, they, they never uh, did nothing like that in the city nah. before, you know, especially for that type of cause and for the culture itself. And that for just if they did it, somebody to make some money. Somebody put it together to, to make a rap to make some dollars off of it. Never, never, never for the culture because everybody had to come together. And you know, mm-hmm. and you and you seen like walking down the street and you, you whoa, what's that man? You know, and, it, and you it was just everywhere. And it's and it's and, it, and it's been that way since. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I find myself, you know, embracing you know like the brothers more, you know, yeah. than early ever before, you know, in DC. Mm-hmm. You know, because because before it was you know it was it was shallow. You know, like you didn't you you, you mind you mind your business pretty much. You know, you didn't want to get mixed up with the people you ain't know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now it's okay. You know what I'm saying? And we need it because there's so much other stuff going on in our communities. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that human trafficking and all that stuff. You know, you you you, you want a good brother knowing it, uh, walking up and down the street, you can give a handshake too, or mm-hmm. Mike got your back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think gentrification definitely, you know, they, they try to push us out, but in a way, it is making us stronger. That's the important thing about, like, we talk about HBC. I went to HBC for undergrad, went to uh, predominantly white school my freshman year. But, like, at that predominantly white school my freshman year, University of North Texas, I felt... 
much closer to the few black people that were at that on that campus. You got to hang mm-hmm. on together. Because right, because you gotta you gotta have that bond. You gotta yeah, have the, each other. The slimmer the the numbers get, the right. stronger they get. Exactly, you know? exactly. Versus when I was at Alabama A and M, HBCU, it was like you know everybody here is is my people. So you know I give you that or whatever. It's just it, it didn't it meant something, but it didn't mean what it meant at that white school. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I think the verses kind of have like DC used to be this you know beautiful chocolate city. And now it's become whatever uh, Mocha City or whatever they call it, Latte City or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. It's it it does become more important, like it was more important at that predominantly white institution. Um, yeah, so that, you said a whole lot, man. What was that? Yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say the same exact thing. Like I've noticed people more engaged who I did don't know. You know what I mean? But I just, mm-hmm. I don't have any connections. Yeah, I never. I, I, I was in prison before for a few years, and I've I've been around all all types of people, you know, all races, everything, you know. And else as a culture, we do make it our business to you know show love, give that, you know, what I'm saying especially in those situations, you know. But I can honestly say, yeah, shaking fives. I mean, slapping hands or whatever, you know, in, in our culture, you know, from being in prison and on the streets, it's, it's more of like, nigga, I see you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I see you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. a lot of people not seen, you know what I'm saying? And right. you want to know, you know what I'm saying? You want to let your friend or your cousin or your, your homie or, right. you know what I'm saying? You know, I see you. You know what I'm saying? Because a, a lot of people not getting seen in life, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. that embrace or that hug or that mean a lot to somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk a little bit more about that because that comes up a lot when we talk about that and that's one of the initial observations that Aaron and I made when we were first talking about it and that's one thing that that stands out to me is that it's an acknowledgement of I see you, you see me as a human being and then even deeper than that, like you understand the circumstances that I'm in, I understand what you're going through and Mm -hmm. I kind of got your back so... If you would say like a little bit more about what is it that people that you feel like people are seeing when you say I see you and you see me. Oh, you. I mean, you you, you seen me enough to show like like I said to show me some love. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like like that quick embrace, man, could mean the world to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Just to let them know, like you know, it's, it's a quick hug or a quick five that for, for a lot of people who don't have family backgrounds or don't got nobody to give them five when they wake up or. Don't know too many people in school, you know what I'm saying? That one person they see throughout the day, they go, man, what's up? You know, and it's like, hey, you know, it's, you can feel it, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I, was, <laughs> I think it, it, it registered a little deeper in our culture than it just is just for us for me to go by you and just, you know what I'm saying? You ever seen the little uh, Key and Peele before? They did a doc when they was playing Obama. Yeah, yeah. And he was going down the line, shaking everybody's hand, and then he got to the black dude, and he was like, my nigga, you know what I mean? You know, it's your brother. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying. So, yeah. and you want, and you want him to know, I see you. You know what I'm saying. And right. he gonna embrace you the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And that's 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 what I think about it. So, I think it's a, a good point to just highlight the history of that that we've uncovered thanks to our uh, our project historian. That that stands for dignity and pride, and it became um, a a common commonly practiced gesture during the Vietnam War 
when black men felt particularly uh, victimized in a way, they didn't feel the same respect as white soldiers. And so the, the handshake, the gesture, is a commitment to have your back mm -hmm. in circumstances where it's really life or death. And so to your point about I see you, what they're literally saying is, I see where you are, I see where we are in this battle, and I'm gonna look out for you. Where other people might not tell you heads up, might not give you a sense of the lay of the land, and you might get shot, I'm not gonna let that happen to you. You have an, uh, an advocate, you have a brother mm -hmm. in this crazy situation that we're in. And then it came home to the States, and now all these years later, these mm -hmm. years later it's exactly, it still means what it meant in the beginning. And that's history that a lot of people don't know, but you still get it. Right. Even, even though it was never explained to you, like, this is what that means, and this is how you do it, but it has translated across generations. And I, I think that's, that's fascinating yeah, yeah. as a way to, to transfer culture. Yeah, I mean, everything starts as something. And then later on, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is what it is. But it's still that thing, though. Yeah, it's, it's still, still, yeah. It's still, I yeah, think. Yeah. It still has that meaning, too. Right? Yeah, it still has that meaning, mm -hmm. and it still has that intensity of meaning. Hey, but the culture just take that thing and uh, give me some, turn it, twist it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Live in. Yeah, yeah. So, Dave, you mentioned uh, being in Jamaica and having a different DAP experience. Mm hmm. Completely different. Knock your hand off over there. Right? Brother. Right <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but their thumbs are like doing this, like pushing up against each other, snapping motion. Mm. Right? And men are supposed to do it a bunch of times. And women, if you're embracing a woman's hand, because they shake hands. They don't do like five. They don't like slap your hand. Even amongst men. Like men will, but with women, it'll be a shake, but they still do the little thing. You know what I mean? The little thumb. I don't know what it's called, but they, it was kind of strange the first couple of times. But that's, it, be, it becomes the sort of thing. Like if I, if I, if, if those dudes walked in here right now, that's exactly how I, how I shake their hand. Right. <laughs> and how did you figure out how long to do the handshake? They, one of them taught me. Um, one of them told me after a while after I had been doing it. One of them literally told me he, he was like, "No, no, no, man. One time for women, just said, do one more time for men." Like he kept going. You know what I mean? so after that point, I knew the, I knew the code. Because <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was just yeah. doing what they was doing. Like it happened yeah. one day. I don't remember the time, but it happened. I was like, "What the fuck did he do to my yeah. thumb?" All right. All right. Really? I asked the Jamaican. All oh, everybody knows some Jamaican people. Ask him. That's and did, they, did they say any reason for it, or is this, is this nah, part of the culture? Of so when I was in Jamaica, so let me put it in context. When I was in Jamaica, I was by myself in a part of Jamaica where people don't go unless you know somebody. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay. So I was on a, a community that was built by the people that lived there. Mm -hmm. No paved roads. In the thick of it by myself, you know what I'm saying. Okay. So these are people who aren't coming into, have never been in the United States, and yeah. don't go out of their neighborhood. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like so, it just is what it is. There, you know what I mean? They they're doing what they do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So and I have been working with Jamaican people here for a long time, so I was aware of that that little thing. You know what I mean? But I stand out like you know, if you were to drop like 
a slab of bacon right here. That's how I stand out <laughs> over there. You know what I mean? The <laughs> raw bacon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in aesthetically, I've been you know the culture like you know a little bit. I'm in, I'm enamored by it, but you know being over this is a different experience. Yeah. What else you got? I don't know. We, we kind of. Did we cover everything? No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we didn't cover the cross cultural gap. Ah. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever have you given that to someone that is not, that is white? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about this. Well, I ain't going to All mine was in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I work with, now I work with, uh, with, with, with a lot of old white boys, mm-hmm. and I don't shake their hand a lot. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I got know. one. This is this dude who comes into my uh, into my job, and I like he, him and love him, but I don't. It that mm-hmm. embrace. Now that y'all say, I'm thinking about it. That, that it's not right. Wait, so you think you do? No handshakes or death. Handshake or death. Because it's not like if they do it to me, then yeah, but it's kind of like awkward, and I see that. Like I done tried it before, but it's, they, they can't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like they haven't like grew up around it. Like it, that, you can tell it's just not right. You know, yeah. like he just said like, he gave his daughter something, and, like it felt genuine. Yeah. Like, you know that, like you don't know what the hell you doing. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? But see, in, in situations like that, I could sit and teach you, but like, you really got to be my friend. But see, right? look, in situations like that, it turns into a little bit of a currency, right? So uh, depending on where you are. So uh, in in the in the most recent and ongoing experience for me with a white person, like embracing with by hand, it's a guy who comes into where I work at. He's buying, you know, coming shopping with us, and because he, I talk to him regularly, and like he comes in all the time. When I say, when I meet him, the first time I went in, you know, I kind of go in sideways. So, you know what I mean? So they don't know exactly what it is. I kind of wait to see, you know what I mean? Cause just, I mean, cause it's a white guy. You never know. He gave me the, you know, gave me the, 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 the pound. So I was like, okay. So now when I go to him, it's like, what's up, man? You know what I mean? I'm yeah. for sure. He knows what I'm coming for. So yeah. for him, it's still a little jittery. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But it's a little bit like currency for him. He feels, yeah. he feels connected to me. You know what right. I mean? Look, but, but he's also like, coming to shop with us more. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel but like, you, you know. feel like he has your back? Do you feel like he's Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. Yeah. Right. Like, that's what another thing I can say. Like, you're not getting that feeling like you see. That's me. what I'm like, saying. I, uh, it's I see you, motherfucker, but I don't I am allowing you. You know what I'm saying? I am. I'm. I'm. I'm keeping this going on. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm in right. control of this. This embrace situation. Next yeah. time I see you, if I don't. You're gonna feel like, oh, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I gotta I got to this. I got to this. So I, I, I fucked up. And gave, it's okay. And gave the parent of one of my daughters that. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, I was just, you know, mm-hmm. in, the, in the moment. Yeah, I think, uh-huh. But I was like, why, why did I give this white dude that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. But I could tell when I gave him that. He was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was happy about that. 
I go in with the regular handshake. Yeah. And I, I could tell that he's like, why ain't we switching yeah. it up? Why, 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 why? Yeah, why, why? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah. it's like they want it. And you know what? But that speaks to the culture, right? Yeah, white it does. Culture, yeah. Culture, yeah. Culture, yeah. Culture, yeah. Black culture. culture. You know, in the morning, yeah. like, I, like I work around a lot of people. We, we work real early. We, I got to be at work at, at 6 o'clock. So a lot of people got cups of coffee in their hand. Yeah. You know, so... You know, coming from a brother, as I'm walking up to you and just seeing you for the first time this morning, I can see you actually going like this to get ready for a handshake. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. doing something. Like it's, I can see yeah. the adjustment coming. Right, right, you know, right. even if yeah. your hands was full, you might look up and go, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you was eating something. I can yeah. see you starting to dust uh-huh. your hand off. Yeah, yeah. You know, but if I walk up to one of the white boys, it's just like, hey, Donnell, good morning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's what's up, man? Sometimes it's natural. I'm about to lean in. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> weird. It's, 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 a, it's a very. It's, it's almost like time slows down. You know, yeah. because it's a very finite you moment. You know three what seconds. He's just like, yeah, it's I'm a not, very man. finite moment when you yeah. got to make the decision, and there's no yeah. going back after you commit. You know what I mean? That's yeah. right. You got to go in. And yeah. Not going. Then it becomes like this. <laughs> so then do you not feel seen by by the by the No, nah, I, I I just I mean, I just recognize it now as our thing, you know what I'm saying? You have to like, look at it from a different perspective yeah, when you he's not, he not trying to like diss me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just he just it just he just it's just not it's not flowing it's, through him like yeah, it like it'll flow through everybody. And he know that, you know. So it's it's like, judged by different things, like yeah. whether you're seen or not. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't judge it off of that. Even if it is a white boy, like Daniel Hall, right? Daniel Hall grew up with he, he grew up with us. Like mm-hmm. he lived right there when we was Chocolate City. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He grew up over here. So there's no other white people in our neighborhood. He was the only white boy, like literally all the way around here. He still so you go up there, it gets black. You go that way, it gets black. You go that way, it gets black. You go that way, it starts getting it's black, but it gets white eventually when you go that way. You know what I'm saying? This back then. So he was the only white guy in the neighborhood. So if I see him, I mean, look, I have a relationship with him, so it's different. You know what I'm saying? I know. I, I know he'll jump on a grenade for me, and I haven't seen him in 14 years. But if I see him and dap him up, that still, even still, that still might not have the same, you know, what I mean, right. meaning as it does, you know what I'm saying, yeah. with, with like Cuzzo, you know what I'm saying. I've known him. I've been hanging out with Cuzzo pretty much the same amount of time. This is my flesh and blood. Yeah, yeah. But I've known him, cut the dude, my whole life. You know what I'm saying? They all my whole life too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just different. I still love no love loss. It's yeah. just a little different. You know? Yeah, I can see that it's definitely different because he also can walk around the world differently yeah. than the way that you do. Yeah, we know that. And right. he'll probably, he's probably made people feel, black people feel very comfortable. Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, he, he's, because he, that's all he knows. Mm-hmm. It's so natural for him, you know what I mean? Yeah. But even still, to think about that, he has made black people comfortable. That's still moving from discomfort to comfort. So you're still navigating. Yeah, that it is. Space yeah, yeah. That there's another, there's another added something on it. You know what I mean? Right. It's not just like, okay, this is a, a mutual respect. Let me, you know what I'm saying? It's not off the break. Yeah. It's like we there's gotta, a, something else. You know what I mean? We gotta get there. Mm-hmm. We gotta get there. Well, what I think is interesting is the, um, this gesture becoming more popular, more mainstream with celebrities and their sons teaching it, and it losing 
that power and that message if you see everybody doing it it seems like Justin Bieber no. say it <laughs> like what what is what is this no. so it, it gives me pause and I just I wonder mm-hmm. about that when big money you know something that's it's, that's the answer it's always money yeah, Money. and it's like you were saying earlier, it's currency. Yeah, yeah. It's being able to say, oh, I know how to do this in the way that many things in uh, colored cultures translate or transfer into, not translate, but transfer into mainstream cultures. Like, oh, we yeah. got this now. Look, they were doing it and it was so yeah, cool. black culture is mainstream culture. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, eventually. As far as but the meaning. Pop goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the meaning behind it means something mm-hmm. different. Yeah within black culture then when it goes into mainstream there's a reason that we say that it's watered down mm-hmm. and when we start hearing things like shade on NPR we're like wait a second okay <laughs> if I'm hearing somebody say this on NPR I, I can't do this anymore it's, mm. it's lost <laughs> right it's lost at least to me it's lost some of the power it's become mainstream so I, I, that's true with words but but speaking back to that like we, it's a feeling right mm-hmm. yeah. it's like I'm gonna keep doing it but I still know you the fake, and I know you, and I know you the real. Versus, you know, with words, when people say certain colloquialisms of black, yeah. this is unique to black people. Um, you can say it, and it's I've stopped saying it because okay, that's part of pop culture now. So mm-hmm. we got to create our own things. That's the whole E40 movement and and, and, and other hip hop folks that mm-hmm. they, they create mm-hmm. their own their own slang and slang. I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. 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 I had to think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything that's meaningful to you that we didn't talk about or that, that didn't come up in conversation? About that? <clears throat> or even more broadly speaking, the notion of being able to be your authentic self in whatever space you inhabit, wherever you are, you can communicate in a way that is comfortable to you, in a way that, you know, acknowledges your friend and honors the relationship. Yeah, I mean, we were talking a little bit about, like, you know, moving in certain spaces, and we touched on it before, we were talking about, like, if I see Kaza, but if, if I see somebody who is not as close to me as Donnell, who's just, you know, someone who I know, someone who's an acquaintance, acquaintance in a certain place where I may feel that um, that may, you know, have a uh, shed a light on me to someone else. You know what I mean? It's a, again, it's a, it's a, it's a, there may be a fleeting second where I consider if I'm embracing this guy that, you know, what that might do, but it's still, you know, the, the feeling in the moment is still, going to dictate what turns what happens you know what I mean if he mm-hmm. if I see him he, he smiles like oh what's happening you know if he's thinking like dang you know if I just see it like he's happy to see me it's probably definitely going to turn into more of a you know you know situation like that if he look if he see me and he start looking around like you know or something, or something like that it may be like all right hey what's happening you know mm-hmm. I've given Darnell a handshake before but it wasn't like you know mm-hmm. on purpose you know what I mean like you know you know what I mean? So when was that? Do you remember this one? No, but it's happened. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely been a time when I'm like, oh, yeah, let me make sure I'm, you know, probably when both of us were dressed a certain way, uh, let me, you know, uh, just in a, uh, in yeah, a jovial yeah. sort of manner. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Again, it's, it's something that happens it's so, it's, it's, so much, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I don't, I, don't, I don't have friends introduce me to their friends. 
but I didn't give them the all that mm-hmm. because not because of you know what I'm saying who they were and it, it was just I might have been outside and he might have just walked up mm-hmm. and he might have said man this is my man I'm like what's up mm-hmm. like, and it might just it might just be quick like what's yeah. up because yeah, I, yeah. I might be talking to him about something and I don't got time to be like what's up brother or how you doing I might want I might just wanted to keep it quick and just be like I see you home what's up but I didn't want to do all the extra you know what I'm saying. So, is there a time when you feel like you want to keep that aspect of your your commitment to the culture kind of under wraps, where you feel like if someone oh definitely I don't want to like give my shit out to nobody who 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 nah that's yeah. them people yeah. they call them. <laughs> yeah. Because they done they, 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 they already had their 400 years of field days. You know what I'm saying? So, that's when one of those, like, that's when one of those quick, like, pop, you know what I mean? They were moving, you know what I mean? They were trying to take my shit, you know what I'm saying? Check it out. We were kind of talking about, is that in certain spaces, like, particularly in professional spaces or in social settings, this comes up a lot in, um, among people of color when you're interacting, like, when you go to that. Uh, that lunch that we went to at Clyde's. Remember that that brunch or whatever? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, whole table. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe two black people there. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And so the tone then was not, this is not a black table. This is not the black table mm-hmm. in the lunchroom. It's like the white table mm-hmm. in the lunchroom. And that space, you might be a bit more reserved in showing your full mm-hmm. self. You oh. Know? Absolutely. You're not breaking out with your, you know, your your Kendrick Lamar list. But but that would oh yes, you're absolutely right about that. But as it relates to you know to the conversation, that wouldn't stop me from because some I don't care how people I don't know and I don't care how someone looks at me dapping up somebody as elaborate or as simple as it might be mm-hmm. in certain spaces in that space in particular like those people mm-hmm. right. If I was in a space where the people are judging, who who are there may judge me and have a some control over my future, like, you know, some opportunities I may have, you know, if I know, if I have an inclination that they may have that on them, you know, they may have some racist tendencies or whatever the case may be. I may think about it again. It may be a fleeting moment where I think about it, but again... It's not gonna stop me from dabbing up because I don't give a fuck who it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't matter who it is. But, yeah, but certainly there are, you know, but outside of that, like, I'm not my authentic self around those people. So, what about in court spaces? When you find yourself in court and you're dealing with people who are literally um, judging your future at that moment, do you call any opportunities or spaces where you're dapping up other people, where like your lawyer or anyone who is like helping you in a situation? Mm, you in cuffs and court, and you ain't dapping up nobody. Well, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, not at that moment, Darnell, but you're not in cuffs all the um, time. But at some point, you're sitting in a space, and perhaps there's another black man there. Did, was there ever an opportunity where you were like, yeah, do, you know, this is my man, and you're giving him that, or it's like straight handshakes, or you ever had to negotiate, you know? Or to, 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 to refine that question a little bit. Let's say you in court. My questions don't need refinement. <laughs> so let's say, let's say you're in court, and you see, some, you see like somebody you know who's like maybe behind you, or like uh-huh. in the same area, right? Mm-hmm. So you walk in, you see somebody you recognize. Mm-hmm. What is your knowledge? Is it like a like head nod? Is it like yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, you, you, I mean, if. It's, it, if I'm in a position to where I can give somebody a five, 
you know, I will, but at the same time, if I know that all eyes on me, right. I won't, I won't. Because yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. at that time, I don't want to disrespect nobody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I want to get this nigga a five. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I wouldn't do it. And if somebody approached you, you probably take it like, what the, What are you doing right now? Even yeah. if it is your home. Yeah, yeah. It, it, would, it would be awkward because it's just not the time and place for that. And everybody pretty much know that. You know, they're like, if you really, really want that right now, it's probably something wrong with you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Two, two but No, I never had it. Um, nah. Yeah. I've, I've never been in an awkward situation like that. That's an insight, so, too, to be able to say in that space, you're really con- constraining yeah. your yeah. behavior. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. And if we could rewind to to giving depth to white folks when you say it happened a lot when, in, when locked up, you know, black folks historically and presently are oppressed people. Right. And there's no oppression like being locked up. Right. Do you think because of that, because of that commonality of we all oppress here, did it seem more comfortable to uh, dap up white folks because of that? Or was it just because it might have think on it for a second, but why do you think it was comfortable in that setting? Or I don't know if it was com- comfort might not be the word, but why do you think nah, it was? No, nah, nah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It was, I took it upon to. Uh, was it relay my culture on them, you know, because I, I, it, 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 it I, I, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, paying attention, mm-hmm. you know, so, so this didn't happen just the, the, the moment I saw them, you know what I'm saying? Like it was over time with, with these, you know, saying these white boys or whatever. And I, I had to at least find out that they was, you know, saying wasn't racist or because you know, I'm, like, you just not gonna dap one of them up. It's just not gonna happen. Earn brotherhood, or if he yeah. races at all in jail, he just would never dab you up. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if it is, it's business or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it would never happen. So, but and I can't say the white boys that are in jail, but maybe because they're around black people so much that they, they, it's the flow. They, they, they are, they know it. You it's know natural. what I'm saying? And, yeah, it's natural. It's pretty much natural. Yeah, it's like, 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 like it's hand, like yeah. it's, him out here is got them in jail. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Just because, like this, like it's almost like, you know, just because you, you know, like that, your race matters. But when it comes down to the love part, it's pretty much, you know, everywhere, everybody. That was gonna be my next question: is when they did get the dap, did you feel like they were going yeah. to have your back? Because that's another scenario. Where oh well, I don't. I, I'm a, to have your back. Right? No, no. Nah, nah. Oh, I no. mean, in jail, even you, with like even in prison, you need to know. Yeah, you need to know who 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 is yeah, who exactly, who exactly. Who's going to? Yeah, but I, but I I I'm not shaking fives because of that. I like I know who to go to for that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it's, that doesn't like mean, your behavior is like pretty like how you act is pretty, like everybody's watching you in jail. You know, it's jail. People still watching. You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to act yeah. stupid. They gonna treat you like that. You know what I'm saying? You mind your business. You get treated like that. You the, know what I'm saying? The handshake, the embracing, the, the respect, the mutual respect does not necessarily mean that. Yeah, you gonna have my back while even I roll if, with you. Uh, even or, if or not, I were the only two black people in a safe setting, yeah. right? It does yeah. not necessarily mean that. I could think about like you talking about boxing early. Yeah. Think about Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. He he was hugging uh, the dude right after he headbutted him, and then two seconds later he knocked him out with two punches. Well, so, yeah, but they're in a boxing match. So, so the rules of let's the game. talk about it. So if I dap yeah. somebody up, but you gotta know that love though that they do something mean, crazy. I mean, that don't mean I got your dad back. Or, or right. something hits the fan, they're not gonna be looking out for me. They're gonna be running that way. 
I'm going to be a problem. Hell no. Again, as a woman, that is confusing to me. Because it seems like... All right. Let me relate it back to nature. Think of two lions meeting on a safari, right? We are both hungry. We both... I might embrace you when I see you and not kill you when I see you. But if it comes down to a meal on the table, if it's me or you, only one of us is going to eat that antelope's ass. And it's going to be me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless it's my brethren, then we can eat it together. You know what I mean? I'm still going to dab you up, lion. Because I'm not trying to fuck myself up, you know what I mean, fighting you if I don't have to. So we're going to, it's peace until it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like, not, shake hand, I like, like, it's not like back to prison. I shook hands with a lot of people. Do it. Don't mean I'm gonna share my food with them or my my cookies and my oh. donuts. And, <laughs> you know, because I gave them five all the time. You know, like, I embraced them. You know, what I'm saying like That's nah, a, I, I even had friends who I knew from like my neighborhood who came to the same prison just by luck of the draw, and I'd have been like, uh, well, I hope you I hope your family take care of you. You know right. what I'm saying? Because you know, I, I, I tell people, the only thing I'm obligated to do is watch your back. That's it. I am not here to take care of you. I'm not here to do nothing. I, I, you my friend from here. So the only thing I, I feel as though I got to do is watch your back. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, that, okay, I, I, I stick a hand, you love you, dab all day. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean you're going to get this big piece of chicken when it comes to here or... You know what I'm saying? That part. <laughs> that, okay, when it comes down to the chicken, I get it. I'm talking about someone pulls out the shank. If the dude that you just dapped up earlier today... With the whole feeling, the yeah, this is authentic. Think, think about it like this. Think about it like this. Like, that mouth, you know right? how you know the saying like uh, when people when something someone does something you're like man, man where, who raised them like where how were they raised you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's kind of the same thing. Like if yeah. I walk into a room and there's people who are with Cuzzo right and Cuzzo's introducing me and one of them don't reach his hand out to like that me I'm gonna think to myself. Who, like, may, it might be a fleeting moment of uh, unconscious thing. Like, who the fuck raised you? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Because that's something that I would expect somebody who's with Cuzzo to do. So if they're not doing, if they're not, if I'm not embracing you, there's not that mutual respect for some reason. There might be something off. I might be thinking there's something off about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. They might be thinking that something might not be right. So you know that. That it is while it is that important, it doesn't carry the weight of okay, now we're going in the trenches together. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> it does not mean that. <laughs> not my immediate enemy does not mean that's my friend. Correct. Yeah. That, felt, that felt like a Nipsey reference, but I don't know if it was or not. Yeah. But I always like to shout out Nipsey when I can. But um, when you were in Jamaica, in that you know, somewhat of a remote place. Do you feel like that was a, do you feel like everybody there had their back or do you feel like they were all lions that might come down to that? So versus lions pride up, right? They're all often situations when multiple male lions, real shit, male lions will have a pride and they work it out amongst themselves who mates with the women and mm-hmm. the hunting and eating all that shit because it, because their environment provides for that sort of opportunity it makes more sense for them because of hyenas or whatever the case may be so in those situations it is they are 100 percent um lions to the max who at majority of the time are are working together in community a big bunch of men right Right. not 
in ordinary monks lines, like you know, just connecting the reference. But they're certainly snarling, sharp teeth, aggressive men, right? Yeah. Alpha men and especially Jamaicans, right? right they right. they can't it. even talk to you without it being right. you know, you seeing yeah. it, right? It's yeah. it's a little bit intimidating at some if, right. if you're not, you know, accustomed to being around stuff like that. You know what I mean? And most people aren't. Most men aren't unless you're that's just your environment, and yeah. hopefully that's not your environment because it's not a, something you want to be around all the time. But um, because of the sense of community, because they recognize that I am better off with you being with me than against me, unless you cross a line, you know what I mean? Then it's you know it is what it is at that point. Because certainly, and this I mean literally, it's a community that is on a on a on a hillside. You know what I mean? That they built themselves. Like when he went to turn on the lights, yeah. he pulled cords up from electrical cords up and connected some shit. And now the light comes on where we sitting and talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when there's people, there's other, <clears throat> not too far from where we at, there's things and stuff happening. But just where on this corner where we happen to be stopped at, where he took me at, yeah. um, away from his house. So, you know, it's a... Uh, and that's not uncommon from places that are around it. And down at the bottom of the hill is civilization, right? Mm-hmm. This is just on the hill. Down at the yeah. bottom of the hill is regular shit. It's people, you know, living yeah. their, their regular life. You know what I mean? Like they like they do, mm-hmm. similar to how they do here yeah. in, in some instances. But it's certainly, you know, and I'm sure it's the same there, but certainly up there, it's, you know, it's very similar. It's not very uncommon to how, like, you know, in nature things happen. You know what I mean? Much like wolf, wolf. Uh, a pax and lion prize, you know what I'm saying? The, we're gonna work together, but if I sense weakness, yeah. we might have to take you out. Or if you get wounded mm-hmm. and you something's going on, well, we're gonna move over here because you can't help us hunt no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how the shit is, and and, and uh, it's unfortunate it has to be like that. But that's how the environment dictates, especially down there. Yeah, I bet that speaks. To, I mean, like I was when I think of the motherland or. African cultures, you know, decades ago and currently, and this remote place mm-hmm. in Jamaica that you, you have this sense of it's a it's about community, and versus westernized and colonized cultures, America is rugged individualism, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it, when I think of DAP, I think of DAP is saying we we're still community. Yeah, we live in this fucked up society that is different from what we, what our DNA tells us <laughs> we need to be. But we're not rugged individuals. We are we are communities. So every time we give that love, don't know you from a can of paint, but I know we come from this sense of we're supposed to be a community. We're supposed to be together. Like you you, you felt or saw in that in that remote place in Jamaica. Certainly, I'm sure it happens all around the world. Like especially in African cultures like that are still you know the more uh, um, closer to the original way of, of, of doing things, original way of, of more rural, you know, places in Africa, you know what I mean? And I'm sure they are, they're places when they, when tribes greet other tribes where they have to, where they have to do things in community, but they may not want to, yeah. you know, um, right. I'm sure there's an embrace that they may do, you know what I mean? Some sort of embrace. It may be a hug or, or like a French kiss on the cheek, or it may be something, but I'm sure there is a thing. I think it just has turned into that. And the meaning probably carries across the across the pond, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The the way that, that when they have to communicate with that tribe, 
Although they're not of the same ilk, you know, they're not, you're not, when the shit comes down to it, I'm throwing the spirit to, you know, I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> but, but, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? Uh, when we have to embrace each other, it's, there's going to be some love, you know, until it's not. It's love until it's not. That's the word. Yeah. Peace until it's not. I'd rather write that down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peace until it's not. I think we're good. Yep. I think we're good. Thank you. Pleasure. That was all the questions.